activities like this are important because they get enough screen time, they get enough workbook time, school time. So I think to have activities like this that are more play related Mm -hmm. and more experiment related, they can ask questions, they can build their curiosity, they can develop those critical thinking and problem solving skills. And it doesn't have to be difficult to set up either. Like that's sort of where my mission is. Like I try not to post anything that, that requires things you wouldn't already have at home. So many times I see a cute craft and I'm like, but I don't have a hot glue gun or I I don't, nor do I want to get it out if I do have one. Hello, hello, Blissful Parents out there. Michelle Abraham, your host of Blissful Parenting. I am bringing you an awesome guest today. It's Andrea Scalzoyi, and we are talking about steam stem and everything in between so andrew has a company called raising dragons and i'm super excited to dive into more cool stuff with andrew she has four boys between the ages of five and twelve she's one busy lady she's an author of many books and she has one coming out in the new year and actually further into the new year but we're going to talk all about that today too so stay tuned andrew welcome and thank you for joining us today thank you so much for having me michelle Awesome. Well, yes, we are super happy to have you here too, because I think over the last couple of years, our parents out there have uh, really had to take on the role of educating at home a lot of the time. Some people still are. Um, And even if we weren't, uh, I think it's so cool to learn about some activities that we can do with our kids that don't involve iPads or tablets (laughs) or computers. Um, And then especially, you know, I find it difficult to find activities inside to do with them. We live outdoors and there's tons of outdoor space in our area, but you know, it's the indoor activities and like, what can we do game puzzle? And like, so these kind of things that you talk about in, uh, in your, on your blog is just so cool STEM activities and tell us more, tell us how you got started. Oh gosh. Well, um, it's been like four and a half years now. I think after I had my fourth son, I decided to stop working full-time when I was at home and I sort of realized I needed ideas of things to do with them. And there wasn't I mean, there's a lot of ideas out there, but um, I wanted really simple ideas. So I, I just went out there with the mission of simple, educational, and sort of STEAM and STEM focused. Um, I have a background and I was an engineering major, but then I worked in fashion. So I sort of have this like STEAM mindset where I love math and science, but I love the infusion of art and making things beautiful. Um, so I just came up with the idea to start my own site or in social media site. And I call it raising dragons. Cause I feel like I'm raising dragons. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wanted to create video content, like simple one minute videos to sort of give busy parents and educators the gist of what the activity is. So then they could just like, okay, I can do that. I have those things. I can pull it together and, um, do it at home. So that's sort of how it all started. And um, I just started sharing my videos on, on social media sites, Facebook and Instagram. And on Facebook, parents started sharing it and it sort of just went crazy. And that's sort of how we got started. And I realized there was an appetite and a need um, to create content like this and give other parents that motivation and inspiration that they need. So um, that's sort of how I got started. And I'm still giving people ideas today. Um, I love it. <laughs> yeah. 
Go ahead. What were we going to say? Oh, no. So, and, and my kids are like the testers of the ideas. You know, sometimes I have a great, I think it's a great idea. And then we try it out and they're like, no, this is boring. So then that idea goes away. And, and so I know, I, you know, I think that's part of been the success too, is that my kids are doing the activities in most of the videos. So um, if they do it long enough and enough times to enjoy it, I know it's a good idea and that I should be sharing it with other people. That's awesome. I love yeah. those ideas. I love that the, the kids are testing them out too. So that, you know, like, okay, this was a bad idea. Or this was a good idea. Right. I, was watching, I was watching a TikTok video the other day where they're making ice cream and it came into, it became a little bit of a gong show. Right. <laughs> Maybe go and you know what? Sometimes video. things don't always go the way you plan and that's okay too, right? We're playing, yeah. we're having fun. Um, activities like this are important because they, they get enough screen time. They get enough um, workbook time, school time. So I think to have activities like this that are pl- more play related, mm-hmm. right? It, it helps them and more experiment related. They can ask questions, they can build their curiosity, they can develop those critical thinking and problem solving skills. Um, so, and it doesn't have to be difficult to set up either. Like yeah. that's sort of where my mission is. Like I try not to post anything that, that requires things you wouldn't already have at home. Um, mm, that's awesome. Because I've read so many times I see a cute craft and I'm like, but I don't have a hot glue gun or I, <laughs> I, don't, I don't, nor do I want to get it out if I do have one. So awesome. uh, I, if it's too difficult, I don't want to do it. I love that. I, I'm a spark leader for, for girl guides up here in Canada. We call them girl guides in the U.S. Girl Scouts, same thing. But okay. I have a group of 12 girls and I was looking for a craft for them. And I found this one and it was a um, it was a leaf. It was like cutting out these leaves and it was perfect because it's fall, these leaves. But sure. then looking, I'm like, we don't have these kind of leaves around here. I'm like, can't do these crafts. <laughs> I love that you're keeping it to stuff that we usually have around the home. What are your favorite ingredients for some of the activities you're doing? Oh, uh, well, you know what? I have to say, I don't know if that's my favorite ingredient, but shaving <laughs> cream, like, never disappoints in my house. Um, <laughs> there's so many ways to play with it. I mean, the most basic level, you can just put it on a flat surface and draw letters in it. Or I mean, kids love, it's a great sensory material. And if you just even clear a space and put some shaving cream on a table, like they will mush it. You can write letters, shapes, draw pictures in it. Um, and then there's so many other ways to play with it. You know, you can put it in a, like a sealable Ziploc bag and put some colors in it and they can sort of have a mess free way to, to mix colors and move it around and, um, you can play with it that way. You can also make like a shaving cream rain cloud, which we do sometimes in a, uh, you just need a vase of water. You put some shaving cream on top, drop some food coloring in. Food coloring is another one of my, ah, my yeah. favorite <laughs> things because it's so easily accessible mm-hmm. and you can mix colors. Anyway, shaving cream and food coloring are like two of my top, top. Awesome. Food coloring and shaving cream. Can't go wrong with that, right? How those yeah, And water, but that's, everybody has that. <laughs> We did actually, my mom brought this really cool activity. We were in an RV and we were out camping and she came and joined us and she brought food coloring and a shaving cream and we had it on a pan and yeah. rolled Easter eggs and we rolled eggs in yes. it and it colored Easter eggs. Yes. That's so cool. Such a cool yes. activity. <laughs> yeah. You can also put it, just like you said, put it in a pan, put some shaving cream or put some drops of color on it and like take a toothpick or fork and sort of weave it through to make mix the colors and then lay a piece of paper on it, uh-huh. scrape it off and you'll have like a beautiful marble print. Paper. Oh, cool. That's a great idea. So I like that too. 
Yeah. And I'm loving that the teachers are in, in including STEM activities at school too. Um, yes. so that's awesome. I'm sure you have a lot of teacher fans on your website. Yes. <laughs> a lot of home educators, a lot of grandparents actually, um, include, and then of course parents, um, and yeah, educators too. That's awesome. And so how is the content kind of uh, on there? It's like you go there and you can get all the different kinds of um, activities there or do you you sell some things there too as well? So we, I have, um, so on the website, raisingdragons.com, you can go and that just has the activities on it. Um, You can go to the menu and sort by age or by season. I have like Halloween activities. Um, you can also sort by STEM category or STEAM category. So if you want science experiments or technology or engineering activities, you can sort that way. Um, Yeah. So I've tried to lay it out really easily. And then also on social media, which is where most people find and follow us. um, I post like a daily activity. um, Definitely on Facebook we have. So if you just want ideas daily, because some people just like to have an idea served to them. Like I know I do. um, (laughs) That's where I find all the girl guide activities. Right. right. Just show it online somewhere. Yeah. We're having to Halloween. Though to find them all. So thank you. (laughs) Now I can just go to one website. (laughs) Yeah, sure. And then we're on Instagram too and it's I like kind of like Instagram because it shows you like pictures of everything you know you can just scroll through the feed and be like oh that looks interesting to me so that's sort of my way I look for things but um that's awesome and so you must have a really fun household do you homeschool your kids too like do they get to do these activities at home no well I mean I reluctantly had to help homeschool them the last two years but I mean, I give major props to teachers because like what they do is phenomenal. And I'm just sort of supplementing with some fun activities when we're home. Um, But, you know, the major learning is definitely through the teachers. Well, you'll have to thank your boys for testing out all these cool activities for all the other kids out there. (laughs) Because that's awesome that they've they've been tested and and tried by kids and by boys, especially, right? If you can keep the boys' boys attention and do a fun activity with them and they give it a thumbs up, I'm all over it because that's, that means it's going to be great for, uh, for my kids too. (laughs) that's awesome and so you you've had a really I want to talk just a minute just being an entrepreneur myself too like I love your journey too where you were um you know facing having being at home with your kids and then you're like well what am I gonna what am I gonna do and to see that you've launched this business and you've been featured in like Hearst Digital Media Good Housekeeping Britain Co um you've had some really really amazing um uh, success. And, you know, I wanted to mention to our audience too, like your YouTube, Pinterest and Instagram stuff has been, it's got more than a million followers across all your platforms and it's been viewed and shared more than a hundred million times. That's amazing. Congratulations. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Yeah. So that, that's not an easy thing to do. And, you know, tell us a few things that, you know, you think that made it really successful. Sure. Um, it's so hard to say like it's one thing, but I know it felt, even when I was starting it, it felt really overwhelming. Like I know how that feels mm-hmm. to start something from nothing. And um, I had to, I, I was telling you earlier, I had a friend who was an like content creator, influencer who had made, she'd done it for like 10 years and she had, does it as a full-time job. So I knew it was possible and I'd seen someone do it. But I, I'm not a writer. It wasn't really what I want to do. So I sort of had to make it my own. But, you know, I just took it like day by day, step by step. Like one day I just decided, okay, I'm going to buy all the domain or, you know, I'm going to register all the domains, make sure Raising Dragons is available every day. So I did that day one. The next day 
I think at the time I tried to write a blog post that I'd never written. And that's when I realized like, I don't want to, this is not what I want to do. And so then I sort of reconfigured. I'm like, I'm going to do video because I I like that. I can be doing activities with my kids and then I can share that way. So I sort of just did like one thing at a time. And I really kept my focus in the beginning on just serving the audience, like exactly what I think they would want when they would want it. And um, I think I even posted like 20 videos before I told anybody about it. Cause I, before I even told my friends I was doing it, I was like, I want to get a bunch of content up and then I'll start like sharing it with people. Um, so, you know, it just took time a little bit. If you have like a little bit of time every day just to do it, but this worked for me because I wanted to be here and the demands of the four kids were just getting to be too much for me to be sort of in an office full time. So I sort of needed that flexibility um, at least for a few years while, while my kids were little. Um, so yeah, I mean, that's sort of why I started, but it's what I realized is, is it's so much easier, I think now more than ever. And even five years ago to build a website on your own, like I basically built, I, I have a little bit of a technology background, but not mm-hmm. very much at all. So to be able to build my own website, to be able to build all your social media, like there's so much that's kind of pre-built already. Um, and then I launched an e-commerce store, RaisingDragonShop.com through Shopify. And that's kind of pre-built too. So like, I didn't have to hire a lot of people to do it. You can kind of do it on your own if you sort of, you know, you can Google how to build things and, you yeah. know, it's just, everything's <laughs> kind of out there for you. And it's totally possible now to sort of have a business on your own time if you, if you want to. Yeah. Well, and you're very much a success story with that too. And I think it's really inspiring because I think this last couple of years have really shaken up everything and everything yeah. you used to know as the work field and, you know, how we did work. And you know, I think it's given some parents some opportunities to maybe explore other things. And what I want to um, just reiterate to our audience that you said was that you did something that was like, you did it your own way. You didn't try to fit into the blogger kind of thing because right. writing wasn't your thing where you did something that you enjoyed on video. You took your background of what you are educated in and what you love and you put that all together. And, you know, I think that's really the recipe for success too. It's like, yes. you know, take it day by day, do a little step and getting into that consistent yeah. action over time adds to a lot of action. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. A little bit every day, just kind of keep moving forward Mm -hmm. is what I would always tell myself. And if I have a day where I just can't get to it, then I just can't get to it. And that's sort of the luxury I needed right now because life is busy and it's crazy. And, you know, even there are many days I don't do an activity with my kids because I don't have time to, it looks like I do a lot and we do (laughs) do a lot. Do you do like like one day a week where you do like five in a row, (laughs) get the kids to change clothes between them? (laughs) Well, you know, my first two or three years of doing this, I was like, yeah, four to five new pieces of content a week. And now, you know, it's much less because I'm writing books and sort of doing other things, but the content is evergreen, right? There's always people coming in and and sort of, and then my kids are getting older. So I sort of have a broad range of activities. um, And, you know, they're somewhat timeless, you know, our Mm -hmm. Halloween activities we did three years ago are still relevant today during Halloween time. So um, yeah, so the content can live forever, but I was a content creating beast for a while. That was really my, main, <laughs> yeah, my yeah. main, cause I, my main focus in the beginning was to get a lot of content out, yeah, you sure. know? So, and I didn't have a lot of other 
things going on. So I just put all my energy into that and really paying attention to what people were responding to mm-hmm. and then trying to give them more of that. Yeah. Um, really, you really want to serve your audience, I guess, is yeah. the, really the way to grow. Think about what they want, what they like. You'll see the interactions and then just make more of that. Absolutely. I love what you said that, like really serve, think about who you're serving is so such an important piece that I think a lot of people forget about because they're on their agenda, what they want to create rather than looking to see what is actually working. Um, You you briefly mentioned that you wrote a book and I did mention at the beginning a little bit that you wrote a book. And so your first book was called 10 easy steam activities. Oh, sorry. I'm looking at the word hundred and I I said, (laughs) I meant a hundred, a hundred activities. Yeah. It's just full of a hundred simple activities for you to do at home. And simple, simple, simple is always the way to go. And I even find with my kids, if I try to make it really complicated, it is no more successful than if I again just put shaving cream in front of them. Like the, you know, so I always find it best to keep it simple. And then, and then parents will do it too, right? Like if, because if it's too complicated, you're like, no, next. Yeah, like, or if you I have would... to go out and buy like $100 worth of supplies to do a five right. Right. Well. right, right. So <laughs> unnecessary. So yeah, so uh, this book has... Um, the different categories of STEAM for science, technology, engineering, art, and math. And then I also have a toddler section. So activities that can be done by older kids, but also will work for that like under three um, set. And then um, seasonal activities too. So the different four different seasons of the year, I have some ideas in here for that. And then a sensory play. I love sensory play. Sensory is when you're sort of engaging the senses and kids love that. Mm -hmm. Um, It's a really good way for them to learn as well as like have a lot of fun. So I have some sensory ideas in here too. Oh, that's so cool. And so where can we find that book? It's on Amazon, um, Barnes and Noble. I think um, Target.com has it too. So there's lots of places online. You can get it also on Raising Dragon Shop. If you want a signed copy, you can get it there as well. Perfect. Awesome. And what else do you sell in the shop? Is it, do you sell kits or like some of the the activities that you're doing? Yeah, so I I have like a broad range of toys that I love, like educational Mm -hmm. toys um, or learning-based toys. we even have sensory items like um, thinking putties and um, a lot of building blocks, really sort of what I believe is like not sort of a one and done toy. It's toys that are sort of open-ended or creative. Um, And then we do have a sensory kit that I put together too, that comes with like everything you need, like the shaving cream, the water beads, like all all the things you need and a, a card with 10 activities on it all in like a sealed container so there's lots of fun stuff on on there too and you can get there from raisingdragons.com if you just go there and go to the shop tab it'll take you there too so awesome now i think you said you had an activity that you wanted to show oh yeah so i just want to show you how simple um it actually can be and this is one of the activities from our book this is called a do-it-yourself lava lamp so um and i actually yeah. And for those of you that are on podcast and listening and you can't see, yes. then um, she's holding up a bottle, like a jar. So and I just have a glass you- jar. Yeah. And it's, it's about a quarter filled with water that I've dyed blue and then a, um, about a half full of uh, vegetable oil. And so if you have that, you can, you can just pour it in a glass or jar. I have a sealed jar because Oil and water don't mix. So actually you can save this afterward and have sort of that ocean in a jar effect. But, and you also need like a fizzy tablet like Alka-Seltzer. So then I just, I'm going to break apart the tablet, plop them in and you'll see. Oh, cool. We have our very own lava lamp. 
That is cool. Isn't that cool? <laughs> yeah. So the bubbles are going up and the blue and it's moving <laughs> around. It looks exactly like a lava lava. <laughs> so cool. Yeah. And so when the fizzing stops, you can just add more tablets or you can just save it and have your little ocean in the jar too. Oh, that's so neat. What a great idea. And I mean, that literally, if the kids were doing it, it would probably take a few minutes to do and like, you know, yeah. keep them busy watching it <laughs> for a long time. Does it go back to being separated? You said? Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. It looks like an ocean in a jar. <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah. That's a great activity. So the ingredients for that was vegetable oil, um, color, water. water. Yeah. And Alka-Seltzer tablet or uh-huh. and food coloring too. Food coloring. Okay. So again, those were things that you have at home, probably food coloring, right. <laughs> probably, uh, probably a, a glass jar. And, uh, that was great and vegetable oil. So, so cool. Thanks Andrew for sharing that with us. That was really sure. fun. Sure. Yeah. I'm going to try that one uh, this weekend at home with my kids. I think they'd like that one. Yeah. Everybody likes it. I'm not, I'm yet to meet a person that isn't fascinated by this one. <laughs> yeah. What's your favorite one that you've ever done? Uh, well, I think my favorite one, and this only happened because we got dry ice in a shipment and I was like, Oh, if I ever get dry ice, I'm going to do this experiment. So, you know, how sometimes you get, um, perishable things and they come and there's like a little dry ice left. Don't ever throw it away. Um, and you can also get it. I just got more at an ice distributor. Like you can usually find it. It's very inexpensive, but Mm -hmm. if you put dry ice in a jar, get like a vase of water, Mm -hmm. vase of warm water, put a squirt of dish soap in and then drop the dry, drop a piece of dry ice in with tongs. Of course you can't touch it. Um, it will start bubbling up. And then when you sort of pop the bubbles, it's like smoke. They look like smoky bubbles. And oh, it, it cool. is like the coolest thing I've ever seen. So that that actually is a little more complicated because you don't have dry ice laying around. But mm-hmm. I always tell people, if you ever but get still, dry that ice, only takes two in, it's only one ingredient in the activity. Yes. So that's and cool. it's so cool. It's so cool. So you just add dish soap to a little warm water and pop in dry ice and you get the most amazing smoky bubbles. I'm actually thinking about doing it for Halloween because um, I you found where I can get dry ice. ice and yeah, yeah like five pounds of dry ice for five dollars or something it's oh, very wow. That's really and they'll like break it up into chips and then you just use tongs put the chips of dry ice in. yeah and i guess for halloween you could maybe put food coloring in that's orange or green yeah. black or something or right. <laughs> some orange yeah. halloweeny colors yeah, yeah. oh that's Definitely. so cool I love it. Well, Blissful Parents, we are so lucky to have had Andrea today. So thank you so much, Andrea, for joining us today. Um, Blissful Parents, make sure you go check out her book, 100 Easy Steam Activities, and also go to RaisingDragonsShop.com or RaisingDragons.com to get all the activities that she has. I think I'm going to be heading there very quickly. And I'm uh, super excited to have had you, Andrea. Any last words for our parents out there who are, you know, wanting to wanting to do some fun stuff at their house, but they're like, oh, it's going to be too messy. Uh, <laughs> Any last words for them? <laughs> we'll do it in the kitchen because it's easy to clean up or over the sink, even if it's too messy. Um, but just, you know what, keep it simple, have fun, play. Don't really worry about the learning aspect. Um you know, just get some, get a few things out and sort of let the kids lead you too. Like many times I set up an activity and they'll like lead me in another direction and we just go there, you know, like we just have fun. Like your kids just want to engage with you sometimes. And, you know, it doesn't have to take a long time either. You maybe need to last 15 or 20 minutes, but um, yeah, that's it. Have fun, play. 
Yeah, I love it. And it, it doesn't involve a screen. <laughs> and it's an activity you can do on a rainy day or, you know, there's activities you can do indoors and, you know, outdoor, you can do stuff outdoors too. Like, it's great. I think it's a really cool, um, really cool thing to have in your back pocket. Like, you know, when you need a quick, you know, something to do with the kids for 20 minutes or 30 minutes, that yes. they, they'll remember that even if it was a short period of time, I think, right. They'll yes, remember how much sure. fun and they, we did this active. My kids still talk about those eggs. My mom did like two years ago. <laughs> <laughs> and so clearly I need to do some other fun things in between there. So. Right. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Andrea and blissful parents sure. until next time, go out there, be blissful. And we hope to see you again next week. Thank you so much, Andrea. Take thank care. you. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the blissful parent podcast for complete transcriptions of this show, as well as helpful links to resources mentioned in this episode, please visit our website at the blissful parent.com. 